T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Stay with a fan for this special program. Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. And the Brewers have the lead. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year. And we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. It is a final from Cincinnati, and the results, thankfully, are good. The Brewers snapped their three-game losing streak with a 5-4 victory in Game 2 of this three-game set. And welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. There's Tim Shea. My name is Tim Allen. Live here in the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. And they get it done. There was, uh, well, some issues late in the game there with Devin Williams. And, you know, if you really want to, if you really want to base this game, uh, on anything, it would be the win. That's, I mean, we can, we can pick it apart and probably will. But it's all about the victory here to get the series tied at a, at a game apiece. And, guys, you know, it is a big win. And I know you're thinking it's Cincinnati and Tim's going to go overboard and say it's the biggest win of the year. Well, it was a big win. It was, it was uh, getting rid of the hangover from Atlanta. It was evening up the series here. It was getting your 20th victory. It was snapping the three-game losing streak. It gave you an opportunity to take the series and then head into the off day on Thursday and you wonder what's going to happen. They're headed to Miami uh, after tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow afternoon slash evening. And then they get a free night in Miami with the day off the next. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I know that, Tim. And, and, hey, Can they stay in Cincinnati? 
yeah. for the no, night. Oh, they're they're headed. Oh, they all want to get, especially if they win tomorrow. Think about that yeah. that plane ride down to Miami with uh, probably zero curfew or something like that. But th- this was a a big win, and this was a win that it really it starts with the starter, and then this was a start for Freddie Peralta that is that was really needed. He really needed this start. You didn't want to go in the other direction. Came with a uh, came in with a five one ERA, <clears throat> and uh, lowers it to four four. He was really good today, and I don't care if it's against Cincinnati. It, it doesn't matter at this point. It really doesn't. Stack up the wins. They're twenty and eleven now. He goes five and two thirds in this ball game. Just couldn't button up the full six, but allows uh, just the one run on four hits. Strikes out eight in the performance, and that is a little more Freddie-like. And we'll take that. However, uh, the bullpen, uh, outside of Devin Williams, everyone did their job, including Luis Perdomo. And how about the defense tonight? Defense was uh, it was a much more sharp baseball game, and it, I, I could almost sense in this game that the Brewers really, really wanted this game. They want every game, and I, I get that, but they really – really was it was more of an intense sort of game that they wanted to get this victory and and credit Cincinnati for you know being patient against Devin Williams in the eighth inning boy Devin had a disastrous eighth inning unavailable now tomorrow you had things set up literally you had them you had them all set up uh, for tomorrow with Williams and Hayter they they could have went tonight <clears throat> go ahead and go tomorrow if needed, and then into the off day before you get into that Miami series. But no longer that is the case because of Devin Williams. 38 pitches in that performance, but they hang on for the victory, and that's the main thing. Get rid of that hangover from Atlanta, seriously. And then that's, you know, I want to put that series into the rearview mirror to the point where, hey, bring on Atlanta again on Monday. And that's that's really probably what we're looking at here. Let's let's do it again, Braves. Let's let's go again. This time let's do it in Milwaukee and see what's going on. So we we can uh we can look forward to that, but a huge game tomorrow. Take the series, get the hell out of Cincinnati, and that's that. And you can head down to Miami. And Miami's played you tough uh tough over the years, and they do have some talent. Uh, they probably have a, I don't know, compared to Cincinnati, a little more talent than Cincinnati, I would say. Yeah, I think that would be fair. Uh, 799-1250. And then there's Luis Urias. Or as one announcer says, Urias. I don't know. I'm not going to name names. But just saying. Uh, he's hit in six of the seven games since being uh, activated this year. He's playing defense, uh, defensively just at a high level, as, as about a high level as you can get. And does, um, does Willie Adamas make that play in the ninth inning? Or in the eighth inning, I'm sorry. In the eighth inning to end that eighth? I, it's tough to say. You'd, uh, you'd like to say yes. But a game, really a game-saving play by Urias. And then he hits a solo home run. He draws a couple of walks. Do they have, and this this is what we're going to talk about, do they have a hidden gem in Luis Urias in terms of a star slash superstar player? 
but let's just go with star player. And that's a that's kind of a great definition. Uh, it it is in the upper third of Major League Baseball players. Do they have that guy in Luis Urias? So far, I would say in the the brief time that he's been uh, in a Brewers uniform, I think everyone would have to say probably yes. And he reminds me, not in terms of, of looks or anything, he just reminds me of, of what was projected for a guy like Ricky Weeks, where he can hit for power, there's some on base there, there's some speed there. Now, Ricky Weeks didn't come to all fruition when, when his career was said and done, but I could see Luis Urias being a leadoff hitter for this team for like, oh, I don't know, seven years. I, uh, I am pretty impressed with Luis Arias. And, and as I've stated before on this show, he has hit in, in, at every level in the minor leagues. And, and, and it was just that, that uh, I want to say it was about 70 games with uh, the San Diego Padres at the big league level where it just didn't work out. I think it was under 200 um, in 70-plus in games for the San Diego Padres. But outside of that... You looked at him, and, and you not only saw some defensive ability, but you saw some offensive ability. And he comes to camp looking better, looking almost jacked up a little bit. So is he the next star on this baseball team? Brewers get it done tonight, 5-4, and a little, little uh, nail-biting there toward the uh, latter stages of the game. 414-799-1250 also. I got to ask Tim, how big of a win was this? I've been always accused of overstating how how big these wins are. It was a big win in my books. I mean, you said it. I think you hit it right on the dot. The hangover from Atlanta. Maybe that's gone now. Maybe you can get on a little winning streak here. We'll get one in Cincinnati. Maybe get two or three in Miami. Come home and you get Atlanta again. And so, then, then you you want to go against Atlanta? Yeah, again. I want that. I I do. So, talk to me on, on uh, Wednesday after the game. Maybe I'll say, wow, we could have waited on this Atlanta series. Mm-hmm. But it, just heading into it, that's kind of what you want, to play with the, with the big boys in the National League. You, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't look at a schedule and say, oh, man, there's Atlanta right there, and then you know, the, the Cardinals are coming up, and then oh, look out for the Dodgers. And That's not the way to look at this. It's really not. Is the Brewer offense uh, slumping uh, just a little bit? I, I have a tough time answering that question. They put up five yesterday. They put up five today. It's the long ball. They're not hitting. Well, they're it missing the long ball on this on this road trip. Yep. Yeah, and and when they do get it, it's a solo shot here yep. and there. Yep. You know, Hunter Renfro down there in Atlanta. You had Luis Arias uh, today. Uh, some deep shots again today in this ball game. But just didn't uh, just di- didn't carry out of here. But the the bottom line is they get the victory, five four final. We'll hear from uh, Craig Council. I I hope somebody asks him about Luis Urias and and just the difference that he's making, not just not just for this team, but for himself as a difference maker. Just just the the fact that you have him under team control for a handful of years, the fact that the uh, impact that he's making. It's just really super cool. It really is. And they may have something here. I'll, I'll remind you of his statistical information uh, coming up in just a little bit. And I've, I've saved that here in front of me. 
each and every show for for reasons like this that you know he he really does have an opportunity to be the next star on this team and people talk about the next star or superstar up and coming in this organization is he uh, still in the is it Garrett Mitchell Sal Freelick is it you know one of the Joey guys Weimer or, uh, Joe Gray Jr is it you know Hedbert Perez is it you know I'm talking about position players I think he's already at the big league level, and I think you're seeing him come to fruition right now and fly right by Keston Hira, right? Just just leave him in, in, a, in a dust trail because there's something cooking with Luis Urias, and I'm, I'm, learning, to, uh, I'm learning to dig that situation for sure. Uh, 414-799-1250. We'll start out with a couple of quick news and notes here. Uh, this week's USA Today Power Rankings, Dodgers at number one, Yankees at number two, Mets in at three, checking in at four, the Milwaukee Brewers. Yes, indeed. Rowdy Telez set single-game record with eight RBIs for the franchise against the Reds. And that's all they say. That's it. <laughs> that's all. The, that's it. You know, everyone else gets like two or three sentences. Not the, not the Brewers. Not the Brewers. That's okay. <laughs> No, no, not not us little old brewers here in Milwaukee, That's fine. Wisconsin. That's fine. That is, that is fine. Yep. And then the Padres at five, Rays, Blue Jays, Twins in at number eight, Astros at nine, and rounding out the top ten are the uh, Los Angeles Angels, St. Louis Cardinals hanging in there at number 11, at least in, in the USA Today power poll or power rankings. Uh, also, a roster move today. I expected this. Probably about this time would be uh, your introduction to J.C. Mejia. He is a right-handed reliever. He is going to take the place of Jandel Gustave, who was sent down. And Gustave, I think he shows a ton of potential, guys. But uh, I think also it's consistency with him. And a couple of different maybe mechanical changes may change the uh, course of his career a little bit, but he'll be back. He he will be back on this roster in the, in the back and forth to Nashville, but J.C. Mejia is now in that bullpen for the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, that roster move, uh, now they'll probably start coming a little bit. And by the way, uh, we'll get to this in our game recap in just a little while. When did Brent Suter become a situational lefty? <laughs> did you see that today? I did, and we'll walk you through that. But a big win for the Brewers, 5-4 final. They take game two of this three-game set to even up the series at a game apiece. And, again, if you guys want to jump in here, 414-799-1250. Can you construe a win over the Reds as a big win? I think I'm going to make the case for it. They, They get rid of a little bit of the hangover from Atlanta. They snap a three-game losing streak. They get their 20th win to go to 20 and 11, back to nine games over 500. See what I mean about hanging out right around 10 games over 500 early on? This allows a three game losing streak. And where are you? You're right back, right around 10 games over 500. And uh, you, you have a feel good victory to even up the series at a game apiece and an opportunity to take the series tomorrow and get, get, the, get the hell out of town. 
and get down to Miami. 414-799-1250. And I believe we did it, Tim. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Last we night's sure show. We sure did. Because <laughs> we had a problem. Friday we played Ring, the, Ring My Bell. And they hadn't won since yesterday. So, so yeah, so we had to play it last night to reverse the curse, and it worked. So the Brewers get the victory the very next day. And a huge game tomorrow. It really is. I don't care if it's the Reds, guys. I really could care less who, what logo is on the hat. You have a chance to win the series on the road, and there is nothing wrong with that. We'll talk more after the break. 414-799-1250. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies. On South 27th Street, No Creek, 5-4, Brewers win. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game, presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network, now featuring home grill kits to go. Visit them at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. 5-4 final. Brewers take game two of this three-game set. And, guys, it is a big win, and I'm okay with saying that because it sets them up to take the series on the road. And what do they say? What do they say in in mainly all of sports? You want to play at least 500, right around 500 on the road, and you make hay at home. That's what they say. So this sets you up to take the series two of three in Cincinnati tomorrow doesn't matter if, if they're playing the Little Leaguers out of Waukesha. I, it, it just doesn't matter to me. But to take the series on the road is a good thing. And, and let's face it, Cincinnati is playing a little bit better baseball. They are. The, the, the brand is a little bit better. Look at Hunter Green. I mean, that performance today out of him, probably his best performance of his young career. I think I'm safe to say it, it probably was, although I, don't, I, don't, I didn't see his line on his one win. He's now one and five, but uh, he pitched pretty well today. That's for sure, considering what the Brewers did to him with five home runs last week uh, in Milwaukee. But uh, a big win for the crew today. As uh, we'll get to our call of the game, we'll talk a little Luis Urias. And is he the next star player in this organization? Is he the newest? I mean, th- think about 
who your favorite players were in a Brewers uniform, whoever that might might have been, when you're say ten, eleven, twelve years old. You know, for me it was it was easy. I mean, at that time, maybe fifteen years old, fourteen years old, Yountain Molitor. I mean, come on. I mean, even going back to a, a George Scott or a Gorman Thomas, even. Is Luis Urias that guy that, you know, the, the, the 12, 13, 14, 15, maybe a little bit older, is, they're going to be walking around with the Urias jerseys on. And that he's one, of the, he's one of the best players on this team or he's, you know, leaning toward being part of the face of the franchise. I think he's got that opportunity. There's every metric that says, that says he does. I mean, the call of the game brought to you by Five O'Clock Steakhouse. Our friends at Five O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse, according to the Food Network, featuring home grill kits to go. I will have uh, more information. You can get it at fiveoclocksteakhouse.com, but I, I just talked to one of our guys, and they're going to get me a sample of the home grill kits to go. Well, I want to know what that's all about. It sounds delicious. And with the weather being what it is, come on, guys. 414-799-1250. Brewers in a bind. I mean, they give up a hit here, and uh, they're going to be trailing in this game. And who knows what happens after that. And we're screaming the holy murder here today uh, if this thing falls in. But it didn't. Check this out. Luis Urias with his glove. One-two pitch. Little pop-up. It's going to be caught by Luis Urias. Inning over as Urias sells out for it, able to make the catch and hang on. A dying quail that looked like it had eyes for center field. Urias had other ideas. That ended that eighth inning, and that was a nightmare inning for Devin Williams. And we all know Devin Williams. He does pop up with some of these outings just like that. Before we get to your uh, calls here, uh, I just want to remind you about Luis Urias uh, of the year he had last year. And I kept this up here uh, just just for nights like this where we can talk about the next budding star for the Brewers organization. And and I've made predictions before, and, and we all have. You know, I like Keston Hira, and I'm, I'm not, I still reserve hope for him to be. You know, one of those guys that walking around, you see a ton of Castanera jerseys and just everybody loves, you know, Castanera. In this case, Luis Urias. Uh, last year, Luis Urias hit 249. Now, a young player, too, 24 years old. Um, so he hit 249. That will improve as, as he matures a little bit. 23 home runs, 75 RBIs, led the Brewers in games played with 150, at-bats with 490, runs scored with 77, 122 hits. He led the team with 49 extra base hits, second in homers, RBIs, total bases, and walks. First or second in all the major categories last season. And this is the team that has Christian Yelich on it. This is the team that had Avi Garcia on it. I mean, think think about Willie Adamas on it. Yet he's one or two in all of those categories at his age. Look out, guys. I, I'm just saying, fair warning. 
here in May of 2022. He might be the next guy. We'll get to our game recap in uh, just a second here. Let's get Todd in here. Todd, good evening. Nice 5-4 victory. What's going on? <laughs> Howdy, boys. Hey, uh, uh, I guess I'm, uh, I go back to uh, kind of a Molitor fan and, uh, and a Gumby guy myself. Molitor cause, probably because he got all the good-looking broads, but... Uh, now I'm not comparing. I'm not going to say that he's going to have a Hall of Fame career like those two. I'm just saying, will he eventually? Do you think he eventually will be a fan favorite like that? Well, that's. A, I've got a question for you, Timmy. Uh, and one thing, if I can uh, say real quick, was uh, uh, tonight. Uh, Hater got his 500th strikeout, which was the fastest yep. ever on MLB. So I'm, I'm going to give a just a shout out to him, and that was fantastic. And my question to you, Timmy, is. Um, I think it's time for uh, that's what I what I would do is it, it, it's time for us to build the core instead of these one year, two year contracts and then away they go, away they go. You know we've got Yelich now. Why don't we start with Telez, Adamus, and Urias? Why don't mm-hmm. why aren't those guys? Why can't that core <laughs> be our core? And 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 it, it, we they have control, but you know. Maybe offer him just like, uh, um, just like uh, uh, Freddie. Freddie, you know, we gave him a good deal. Not a good deal, but we got him for for a little bit uh, left, and uh, he, he appreciated the money. And what, why not give these guys uh, a shot at that and, and build a core? What What do you think about that? I I do. I I like that, and it's about time that the position player group gets some help from the minor league farm system. And that's really yeah. what it comes down to. And there is help coming. He obviously was acquired via trade, but he was acquired as such a young guy that he was bouncing you know, up and down in San Diego. Right, and that trade was frowned upon, especially after uh, Grisham got that gold glove the next year. It was like, you know, he booted that ball in the, uh, the Nationals game, and then uh, they, uh, they got rid of him, and, and Davies too. And, and I'm glad they did. And I think with Lauer and... Uh, and Urias, I think I, I think that was probably one of their best trades uh, compared to uh, um, to Yelly uh, so far. Oh man, right now, Todd. Thanks for the call. You're right. Right now, now it didn't look that way a year ago, but right now that trade, Grisham and Zach Davies get sent to San Diego for Eric Lauer and Luis Urias. I mean, think about that right now. You you can you can think about it in two two phases. A year ago. And right now, what a difference a year makes. And this is why we always have to reserve the full judgment on a trade and let some time go by before we fully judge it. And, and you know, I've, I've talked about this before, the Willie Adamas trade. They gave up a lot for, for Willie Adamas. They did, and I still will say that. We're going to have to let that play out. But if you look at what the return was for Drew Rasmussen and J.P. and it was Willie Adamas, Trevor Richards. Trevor Richards was then flipped for Rowdy Telez. So right now, that trade looks like the Brewers got easily the better of that deal. I mean, Willie Adamas was wow. I mean, just wow. But let's wait to see what J.P. Fireisen and especially Drew Rasmussen, and that was the crown jewel that I thought was headed in, in the other direction. We're going to wait and let his, his uh, career blossom a little bit and see where he's at in, in a couple of years. So we'll reserve on that. But that, that 
<clears throat> the uh, Lauer and, and Urias trade, oh, my goodness. Right now, this very second, looks like an absolute landslide of a victory for David Stearns. Really does. Okay, we're going to hear from Craig Council. If you guys want to jump in here, 414-799-1250. Another group of fan favorites, which I think Luis Urias is going to be, was that blue chip bumper crop that came through the system. And we all know who I'm referring to. The Ricky Weeks and Prince Fielder and Corey Hart and Giovanni Gallardo and J.J. Hardy. When that, and Ryan Braun even. When that whole thing came to fruition, I mean, how many fan favorites in that group were there? I think all of them. I mean, they were, they were almost all fan favorites. I know my son, who's 25, all into that thing. The Prince Fielder and Ryan Braun and that, that whole group. I mean, I still think to this day he's in, in his house he's got an autograph bat from Corey Hart, Ricky Weeks, Prince Fielder, Ryan Braun, and J.J. Hardy. I think those five, those five bats are in his house. When I first started working for the Brewers, those players were all coming up, and we were told, you know, there, there have been some tough times around here at Miller Park, but this is going to be a fun time to be an employee for the Brewers. Boy, was it. Yeah, and just just so people are aware of this, Tim, and and you don't shy away from this, you worked for uh, the Brewers at Miller Park for how long? For 12 years. 13 years. 13 years. 13 years years. Uh, he worked at Miller Park. So he he does have sort of that inside view, and that's interesting because that that whole group that came through was just, they were the next stars, and, and most of them, you know, proved it. Yep. And they were fan favorites. Is Luis Urias one of those guys now? He might be. He well, sure probably. might be. Yeah. 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 He's, if, if not, he's coming on, and he's coming on strong. Since being activated, he's hit uh, safely in six of the seven games. And you talk about being involved in the offense. Not just involved. He's making a difference. Making right, plays offensively and defensively. And and with the glove, too. And ever since the change to third base, I mean, that is when he got his comfort zone a little bit. It didn't It didn't uh, show well at shortstop, Tim. It it didn't. Yeah. I mean, if, if you recall uh, last year prior to the acquisition of Willie Adamas, I don't know if that had anything to do with the acquisition. Like, uh-oh, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have a shortstop of the future. Let's, let's start taking a look around. They had been... Uh, Stearns has admitted this too that he had he had been uh, interested in Willie Adamas way before that trade went down in May of last year, almost one year ago exactly. Uh, so it, it, I don't know if it was necessarily a freak out that oh man, Rios is just airmailing everything. Holy Gary Sheffield, you know, just just seventh row, look out, just bring your gloves over at first base. It, it was ugly for a while, but since the move to third. Boy, he has been really, really good with the glove as well. And will he have a few blips in there? Of course. He's a young player, and he's learning that position. And the versatility allowed him to play second base, what was it, uh, yesterday? Yeah. I think he played, yeah, I think he played second base yesterday. So, yeah, second, third, short. But mainly third baseman uh, is, is Luis Urias. All right, we'll get into our game recap here. First inning, Brewers get some base runners. 
Leadoff walk to Wong. Adama, same thing. Both up 3-0 in the count. Yelich up with two on, nobody out. Gets a horrible call. I don't know if you caught that call on a 1-1 pitch. It was like, wow, are you kidding me? You changed the whole complexion. That that really, I hate the 1-1 bad call. Because the difference between 2-1 and 1-2, that's just me. I'm sort of that baseball nerd like that. It really, really flips the the, the, the whole sequence around, guys. Just a... Just a bad deal. Uh, Yelich ended up popping up for the first out. Rowdy then with a dribbler on the infield. They throw him out at first for the second out. Runners are over. Luis Urias works a walk right there to load the bases with two outs. Three walks. You can't let this this dude Hunter Green off the hooks. Off the hook. And, yeah, there was a strikeout. And they don't score in that first inning. Freddie, a nice first inning, which is rare for him. Strikeout, ground out, little tapper in front of the mound into the second inning. Jace Peterson leads off with a line out to the shortstop. It was a good A.B. from Jace Peterson. By the way, I'm really starting to like Jace Peterson. The more he is in a Brewers uniform, the more A.B.s and reps, and, you know, he's not going to be an everyday player. You got a kid, you're bringing up a kid that, that likes baseball. Have him play the game like Jace Peterson. Because he just he's just a baseball rat. He just reminds me of a baseball rat. I don't I don't know. It's just it's it's just not just the productivity he's had lately. I just like his style of play. Uh Caratini did ultimately strike out to end that inning as uh the game was scoreless into the bottom of the second and they got to Freddie, back to back doubles, plates a run, Mustakis on the front end, Tyler Stevenson on the Second half, back-to-back strikeouts and a line out to first minimizes it to just that one run. Into the third inning, Brewers get a, another walk in that third inning. That's four to that point. A couple of deep fly balls, including Rowdy Telez, another one to the wall. No runs for the Brewers again, getting no hit through the three tonight into the bottom of the third inning. Freddie. Free pass, Freddie, in the third inning. couple of hit batsmen in the third with one out. But this play I, I thought was a, maybe a little bit of a difference maker early in Freddie's outing here. He had hit, as I said, a couple of batters. But you know, this was a big, big out for the second out. Pitches, there go the runners. Throw behind on the backside runner, and they're going to get Drury. Smart play by Caratini to catch one. No doubt. I mean, the back, the trail runner never gets as good a jump as the lead runner. And and then he gets a strikeout to Tommy Pham to end the inning into the fourth inning. Brewers need some offense down. One zip to the Reds. Are you kidding? Well, they get some in the fourth inning leading off the frame. The aforementioned Luis Urias. And Urias reaches out, pokes one towards left. Back is Fam at the warning track. This game is tied. Another home run for Urias against Hunter Green. It was a slider. Wow. Yeah, and he turns on it. I mean, pull side power for Luis Urias. Plus, he can go middle and away as well. I, again, I just, I'm just uh, singing the praise tonight of Luis Urias. That tied the game at 1-1. A couple of outs later, Lorenzo Cain, a base hit off Hunter Green. Caratini, then a base hit. Runners at the corners with the two out and one in for Wong. He strikes out to end the inning. But they did get it tied into the bottom of the fourth inning. 
Freddie, a nice fourth uh, strikeout pop-up and a deep fly ball out uh, to Lorenzo Kane. Not today, says Lorenzo. Uh, Brewers, nothing in the fifth inning. A couple of strikeouts uh, into the bottom of the fifth, and Freddie holds strong right there to keep it a tie into the sixth inning. And Brewers get after it in the sixth inning. One-out base hit from Tyrone Taylor. And it's set up, well, a guy that I'm beginning to like more and more, the aforementioned Jace Peterson. This one towards the gap in left center. It plugs the gap, goes all the way to the wall. Tyrone Taylor is going to be waved around third. Farmer's got it. His relay throw not nearly in time. The Brewers take the lead on the double by Jace Peterson. Yeah, 2-1 at that point. RBI double from Jace. Kane was then hit by a pitch to put two on, one out, one in for Victor Caratini. He works a walk to load him up for Colton Wong. David Bell then counters, goes to his pen for the second time in the inning. Hunter Green did record an out in that frame and allowed that base hit. Uh, Book in on him, five and a third, two-run, four-hit ball for Hunter Green. Pitched pretty well. Wong, get that ball in play, and you get a run, and he does just that. Wong out towards left. Should be deep enough to score Peterson, who's back to tag at third. Fan's throw is going to go to third. Sacrifice fly for Colton Wong makes it 3-1. to one. Yeah, we'll take that. A two-run lead, 10th RBI on the season for Colton Wong. Two on, two in, two out for Willie Adamas. Come on, baby. Hey, a ground out. Nice play by Farmer to end that frame, but uh, Brewers did get two to take the lead into the bottom of the sixth inning. Freddie, pitch count rising, looking to get through six innings, gets the first two outs, then walks Moustakis, and then allows a base hit to Stevenson, and Council didn't have a choice there. 96 pitches. He wasn't going to let him face the left-handed hitting Colin Moran right there. He exits for Brent Suter. What? A situational lefty is Brent Suter? This is new. <laughs> uh, but this was, this, this was a great move from Craig Council. And a lot of times, guys, you know, we, we gripe about uh, a manager that, why did he do that? But we never, we never sing the praise of, of Craig Council when he makes the right move. And he did tonight. He really did. He went to Brent Suter to face Colin Moran. And it ended uh, like this. A swing and a miss. You can't, you can't hear any, any bat on the ball. Just the uh, one run through five and two-thirds as the book was in on Freddie Peralta uh, with eight strikeouts uh, into the seventh inning. Brewers, a leadoff walk by Yelich, quickly erased on a double-play ground ball off the bat of Rowdy. Ground out ends the inning after that. Box in. You got it lined up. Boxberger, Williams, Hader. It's, you know, a two-run lead. You should win this ball game, right? Uh, how about some defense from Christian Yelich to end that seventh inning for Box? Line drive left field. Yelich coming over. Yelich dives. He caught it. An outstanding play by Christian Yelich in left field to take a double away from Reynolds. It's all right, Chris. You can smile. It's a heck of a play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a rare smile for Christian Yelich on Bally Sports Wisconsin there, Levering and Schroeder on the calls there. 
That ended that inning into the eighth inning, three to one, and all hell is breaking loose after the Brewers were scoreless uh, in that eighth inning. Jace did have a, a actually they did score in that eighth inning, did they not? Yeah, they did. Yeah, of course they did. Yep. Jace Peterson uh, with a one-out double, and that was his second double on the night. Then a base hit from Lorenzo Cain, runners at the corners. For Caratini, and Victor Caratini comes through. There's a line drive base hit to center. Caratini's going to cash that run in. 4-1 Brewers. Now we're starting to feel a little bit better about this game. A three-run lead that brought up Colton Wong. Ground ball, they tried turning two. Good hustle from Wong. That's, That's some hustle right there to beat it out. To keep that inning going, runners at the corners with two outs and one in. And that brought up Willie Adamas. Wong then a stolen base to put two runners in scoring position. Get the ball in play. Willie's been slumping a little bit. Three for his last 18, but he gets the ball in play, and it plates a run. Ground ball, third base. Long throw, Drury safe at first, Adamas a run scores. Yeah, that was a big, that was a really much needed hit, although an infield single is what it goes down as, but, but an RBI. And now the Brewers with a 5-1 to one lead in that eighth inning. And you're thinking, it's, are you going to use Williams? Well, you hadn't used him since last Thursday. You haven't used Josh Hader really uh, at all a lot lately. So, yeah, this is going to be a win, right? Williams on. Mm, well, some issues. After one out, a walk, a base hit, then another walk to load him up with that one out. And he gets a strikeout. Okay, two outs. Let's go, Devin. Just get out of this thing. Nope. Walks Colin Moran on four pitches. And that plate's a run. 5-2 Brewers. Three walks. A hit and a run to that point. Tyler Naquin. On Devin's 38th pitch, knocks in two on a double. Suddenly a 5-4 baseball game. Council had to go get him. 38 pitches, three earned runs on two hits and three walks for Devin Williams. Wow. Uh, Luis Perdomo is called on. He enters the game. This was our call of the game earlier, and we got to play it again because the game on the line right here, and on one pitch, uh, Perdomo gets out of it. One-two pitch. A little pop-up. It's going to be caught by Luis Arias. Inning over as Arias sells out for it, able to make the catch and hang on. A dying quail that looked like it had eyes for center field. Arias had other ideas. Or at least on that one pitch, he got out of it. Uh, wow. That, <laughs> that was huge. And then it's Josh Hader. You guys know that. A 5-4 final. Josh Hader gets 499 during the inning. Strikeouts in his career. And how about number 500 to just button up a Brewers victory? And two a two away. Struck him out. Strikeout number 500 in the career of Josh Hader. And it's in a Brewers victory. Absolutely. All the highlights from Valley Sports Wisconsin. A nice win for the Brewers and a big win for the crew. 
to even up the series. We're going to hear from Luis Urias. We're going to hear from Craig Council coming up. If you guys want to jump in here, certainly you're always welcome. 414-799-1250. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. 5-4, Brewers even up the series with the victory and a benchmark night for Josh Hader. More after this here on The Fan. Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM, The Fan. Brewers get a win in Game 2 of this three-game set, 5-4 the final. It, uh, well, it got a little, little dicey, as Euchre would say, uh, toward the end there. But uh, they pull it off. That's what counts here. Turn the page, get to tomorrow. We'll... Preview that in just a couple of minutes, but uh, we need to hear from Craig Council. Got to be pleased on a couple of different fronts, although a little disappointed with that uh, that outing from Devin Williams. But uh, Freddie Peralta, a nice start tonight. A good, good start for Freddie, and maybe this is the start of something. Get him on a roll uh, with some of these other guys as well. Here's Counts after the win. How hard you guys had a fight in the eighth, and how hard you know they were getting good at bats. What a, what a luxury is it to have Josh Hader in the ninth? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, dude, it's it makes certainly makes my job a lot easier, and um, the fact that he's just been so good, um, you know, he just he's just locked in, and he um, just gets the job done, um, and it, it almost. You know, it's not something we ever take for granted, but the way he does it is, is so, so impressive. Craig, Devin had been so efficient um, in his previous outings, like last handful, I guess. Was it just a maybe lack of... They had good at-bats. I mean, you got to give them credit. They had good at-bats. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think there's anything more than that. Obviously, he didn't make some pitches that he wanted, but they also had great at-bats. So they gave him a tough, tough inning. And you just, just to go with Perdomo there um, afterward, but... Do you mind just going through the reason or the, the rationale going with him as opposed to maybe Trevor God or something? Trevor God was down tonight. Um, so then that was that was really it. Just from pitching last night? Or uh, he, he's dealing with a little um, quad issue, and we wanted to avoid him tonight. Craig, you guys had that's, that's why we took him out of the game yesterday. Uh, some rough days in Atlanta defensively, but in the seventh, Yelly makes that great catch, and then Micho in the eighth was uh, yeah. kind of a game saver there. Yeah, two 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 great catches. Uh, Wecho's play is obviously a enormous play and a great play. Um, I was just hoping he kept it in the infield and he makes the catch. You probably didn't have the great best angle of it because he was in your way, but was it? Did you say anything about whether that was a funky? Looked like Farmer got Yeah, definitely. Well, he got really jammed. It was good, you know, good pitch and jammed him hard. But um, you know, one of those balls where it uh, almost snuck through. Um, that was great, great play. Green looked a lot different than the last time you saw him. Was the slider the difference for him tonight? Yeah, I mean, I think his off speed was effective tonight. Um, you know, we had a we had a chance in the first when he was a little erratic. Um, 
and he, he pitched out of it with, with to Ty, Tyrone. Um, but his his off speed stuff was, you know, very usable tonight. Feels like these milestones come up a lot for Josh recently, but 500 career strikeouts. Just how how impressive is that, Mark, and how he's kind of evolved? You know, we've talked about that a lot as well. Yeah, I mean, I. It's just if it's possible that he's getting better, it feels like he's getting better, and that that's what makes it so impressive. Um, so he passes a milestone, um, and he passes a milestone in my mind, getting better, um, and that that's what he con- seemingly continues to do um, is improve on greatness. Um, if if that makes sense, even, but uh, he he continues to do that. Kind of lost in the end of the game, but was that one of Freddie's better starts this season? Would you would you say? I thought Freddie pitched very very well. I thought I thought his breaking ball was very good tonight. Um, I thought he threw it for a lot of there was a lot of strikes he got with his breaking ball, um, and he just he pitched tonight. I thought um, he used his fastball. He had some juice on his fastball when he needed it um, in some big spots and um, but I thought his breaking ball was the key um, and, and it, uh, it the hitters reacted differently to the breaking ball tonight I thought. The other thing was your hitters after kind of weathering a bunch of really good stuff from Green hung in there and you got a lot from the bottom of the order Jace and Yeah, Lokane okay, had a nice game okay. Vic, Jace swung the bat really well um and that's some nice. That's what you need. Um, those guys did a really nice job down there. Craig, what about just kind of the lift that you got from Victor in the time that he's been in there? You know, on base three times today, caught stealing. He's just he's quietly been really good for you. Really solid. Um, really, really solid. Um, working hard, and um, it's not easy to. You know, offensively, I think it's such a hard job playing like that, not getting regular bats, not playing back-to-back, and um, still doing a heck of a job offensively. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. It's time to dive inside the box score for today's game on 1250 AM The Fan. Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Great food. Awesome fish fries, plenty of TVs to watch the games, and always a friendly vibe. So there was Craig Council there, and and, and I agree that Victor Caratini just sort of quietly has been helping this ball club, and I've hated him uh, over the years for good reason, and that is because (laughs) because he's a good ball player, and now I'm, I'm glad he's in a Brewers uniform, really helping out. And and I also agree with Council that, you know, f- flying under the radar here, and I think Rosiak brought it up, that, uh, you know, it was a really nice performance from Freddie Peralta. He did use his off-speed stuff well. He changed speeds quite a bit. And when he wanted to go with, with a higher-velocity fastball, he did. And it's just a really, really good outing out of uh, Freddie Peralta. And and a couple of good pitching moves by, by Craig Council, let's face it. To go with Luis Perdomo on the other side of Williams, disaster there in that eighth. To go to Brent Suter to get out of a jam uh, in in the sixth inning. And, uh, you know, get a, get a big strikeout against Colin Moran. I mean, if he doesn't get that done, we're all griping about why why wasn't it, you know, somebody else in there. 
but a couple of good moves out of uh, Craig Council and his bullpen management as well. Let's check out some of the numbers here. Uh, Colton Wong in tonight's game went 0 for 3 with an RBI and a walk. Willie Adamas 1 for 4 with an RBI and a walk. Christian Yelich 0 for 3, however, drew a pair of walks. Look at all the walks here. Rowdy Telez, a tough one tonight. He went 0 for 5 in the ball game. Luis Urias, 1 for 3, 1 RBI, a run scored, drew 2 walks in the game. Tyrone Taylor, 1 for 5 with a run scored. Jace Peterson keeps keeping on, 2 for 5, 1 RBI, 1 run scored. Lorenzo Cain, 2 for 3, he did need that. With a run scored, he was also hit by a pitch. Victor Caratini goes two for three with an RBI, and he drew a walk. Eight walks collected by the Brewers' offense tonight. Pitching lines tonight, as I said, Freddie, good. He goes five and two-thirds. He allows four hits, just one earned run, a walk, and eight strikeouts. He did hit a couple of men. Through 96 pitches, ERA now at 4.4. Coming in, it was uh, 5.19. So that's good progress there. Brent Suter, one-third. Zeros across the board with a strikeout. You can repeat that, but only add a couple of outs. One inning for Brad Boxberger. Zeros across the board with a strikeout. Devin Williams, check this out. Two-thirds of an inning, two hits, three runs, all earned, three walks, and one strikeout. 38 pitches thrown for Devin. I would think he's unavailable tomorrow based on that. Luis Perdomo, one-third of an inning, zeros across the board. Josh Hader, one inning, no hits, no runs, uh, one walk and two strikeouts, 499 and 500th of his career, quickest to get to 500 strikeouts than any other pitcher in history. Tonight, the Brewers got five runs on nine hits, no errors. The Reds, four runs on six hits and no errors. The win, it goes to Freddie Peralta. He goes to now two and one, the loss to Hunter Green. He goes to one and five, and Josh Hader, number 12 in the save column, 12 for 12 and save chances. Brewers with the victory go to 20 and 11 here early on in the 2022 championship season. We're going to hear from... Two of the stars of this game, Luis Urias and Josh Hader, after the break here. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek after a 5-4 Brewers win. final a couple of more minutes here as the Brewers take game two of this three game set I thought it was a big win I I did and it got a little dicey toward the end there but you know they get uh, the series tied and and they snap a three game losing streak which is always a good thing and you know you can hang around that 10 games over 500 mark right now they're nine over at 20 and 11 and I'll go back at it tomorrow. More on that in just a second. But uh, Luis Urias just keeps keeping on for this baseball team. And uh, if if this is any indication, 150 games played last year for the crew. He's played in now seven games and has hit safely in six of those seven games since being activated this year. 
I would suspect that he's gonna. You're gonna probably see him almost every single day, and it won't be this lefty righty and and all that stuff that Council likes to do. You're gonna see him a lot. But uh, he caught up with Sophia Minnert on Bally Sports Wisconsin after the game. Luis, you came over. You said your ribs hurt from laying out for that catch, but it was the game-saving catch, the play of the night, no doubt. With runners on there, you're holding on to a one-run lead. Tell me the jump that you had to lay out and make that catch on Kyle Farmer. Yeah, it hurts, but I think it was worth it. Uh, we won, and that's all, that's all that matters. What was your read off the bat, Luis, to make that catch? Uh, well, I think everything happened uh, really fast, so I was just trying to be ready pitch by pitch. Obviously, it was the game on the line, but uh, I just tried to stay focused, and, and, and well, I got it. Your second home run of the season, both of them coming off of Hunter Green. He throws so hard. What is it that you see him so well, Luis? Uh, well, he has a good stuff, you know. He's a really, uh, he had a lot of talent. He threw really fast, and I, I just tried to, to stay short to the ball, and uh, I got the slider in front, so, yeah. Freddie Peralta, a strong outing for him, five and two-thirds. He was able to hold the Reds to one run. What did you see from Freddie? Uh, he was nasty. He was uh, consistent. Uh, his fastball was um, really powerful today, and hopefully he can, he can still doing his, his thing. Another historic night for Josh Hader. It feels like we say this a lot, but that was his 500th career strikeout to end the game. What has Josh Hader meant to this team and how you guys are able to win games? Well, obviously he means a lot, right? Uh, every time that he he comes uh, in the in the last inning, we're going to, well, obviously never going to be 100%, but it's probably 95% that we're going to win the game. All right. Thanks, Luis, for the time. Luis, Arias, and the Brewers come back and even the series here. Yeah, there it is on Bally Sports Wisconsin. Sophia Minnert and Luis Urias, a uh, solo home run, is second on the year. And then at the end of the game, you have Josh Hader, who is uh, now 12 for 12 on save opportunities. And, you know, you hear, you've heard Craig Council say that it, it just appears that he continues to get better. And, and, and he admits that that sounds weird because it's almost perfection. It, it how, how do you how do you get better from perfect? But man, he is something else. Wow. I mean, we're we're seeing, uh, you know, like the best in in a window a time frame that isn't a short window. This this going back two, three, four years where it is just it is just incredible. I personally would have gone to Josh Hader for a four-out save tonight, but that's me. Tim, you agree with that, right? 100%. I even said, all right, let's bring in Hader for the four-out save here. Yeah, and and it's just, do you want to mess with it at at this point now? And and I disagreed when he was going to be that prototypical uh, closer, that it was just, you know, three runs or or less. You're going to be in the lead. And you're going to be in there, and that's a safe chance, and get three outs and get out the door. I, uh, I may, maybe I'm changing my mind on that a little bit because it's it is it, whatever it's it's doing. We know this, we know it's working, and it's working almost a hundred percent of the time. It's, it's crazy good numbers. Josh Hader sets a benchmark here. A couple of more punch outs. Uh, 499 and 500th of his career. Here's what he had to say after the game. 500. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a pretty um, round number. Yeah, I didn't think about that. It was, it's good. Um, you know, obviously, it's exciting. 
Um, obviously, I really don't have words to describe it. I mean, it's a, it's been a great journey. That's all I can really say. But um, you know, learned a lot just through the relieving part of it, bullpen. Um, and just being able to learn how to pitch, I think that was the biggest thing for me is, like, getting that secondary. I think that's what um, really set me apart in, in the role that I've, that I've been in is uh, being able to command the secondaries. Craig spoke about that, about how you just continue to improve. You're, you're never complacent. I mean, how much work has gone into a number like this? Yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of work, obviously, each year trying to improve, trying to do stuff in the offseason, but I think it was really doing it in the game, seeing how the hitters are uh, reacting to the to the pitches. And uh, I think the slider's just been a, a really good pitch for me and being able to throw it in any count, I think that's really what separated it because, you know, I'm able to throw back-to-back, um, you know, triple up on them, and then being able to throw that fastball on top, it kind of makes that fastball play better. So, you know, that's the goal, to be able to make that fastball look as best as it can, but um, but to use all my pitches. Josh, they had some momentum going there. The Reds offense stood in the eighth inning in there, and then in the ninth, you know, leadoff walk. What were you able to do at that point to just kind of shut them down? I just really just stay through through the mound and, and work down the mound. I think brother, I was, 500 punches. Hell yeah, bro. Thanks, brother. Um, just really just trying to get down the mound. I think that's the biggest thing is uh, early on out of bat, I was coming out, and everything was riding up, and I uh, wasn't getting that that drives through the mound so just slow down and and regroup and, and just really focus on you know trying to work through the mound and Devin takes a four-run lead into eighth you probably are not thinking about even getting in that game are you unless I mean it's baseball man everything happens um and you know obviously you know it's a tough one but and just we got the win I mean at the end of the day that's the biggest thing right like um, I, got, I, I say this to myself every time. I mean, we got a roller coaster, a ride. I mean, it's a journey. Uh, it's, it's a marathon. It's, it's not a sprint. But um, you're going to have those ups and downs. It's just, you know, you, you take what, what you can from every outing and, you know, you just move on. I think that's the biggest thing is you can't, you can't linger on, like, things like that. Just, I mean, this game's hard enough. And everybody, you know, we're all getting paid to play this game. And, I mean, the best of the best. So, um, you know, we have our days. And, you know, at the end of the day, we got the dub. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek on The Fan. Time to check Tim Allen's news and notes. Yeah, we know they're infamous, somewhat overrated, and, well, quite frankly, sometimes just plain old dumb. But he continues to read them. Okay, Tim, have at it if you need to. I do, and I've got some news and notes here. But uh, first, on, on Josh Hader, that dude's going to be a rich, rich young man. <laughs> he really is. I'm super happy for Josh on that, and that's, it's pretty impressive to see him uh, mature over the years. Hopefully with the Brewers? Hopefully? Yeah, well, hopefully, maybe? yeah. I, uh, that's really conversations we're going to have to start taking a look at Soon. and having, yeah. As the season rolls along here, because again, as I've stated, it's it's rare that you give the big big money contracts to closers. It's just it's just extremely rare. But in this case, maybe you do if he would take a two three year big money offer. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you you want, and I understand what what he's going to want. He's going to want a, a mega deal. But uh, I you know. That's that's such a that's a huge challenge for the front office here. But 
Uh, congrats to Josh Hader, quickest to 500 strikeouts in uh, in MLB's history. So uh, a couple of news and notes here before we get to um, tomorrow's preview. Uh, Al Horford just scored again, just, just saying. There it is. Uh, yeah. Just saw it. God. <laughs> this is pretty interesting. This is legit here. Brewers and Bucks games will now be available soon with a direct-to-consumer app. And now we're going to know what it's going to cost uh, to have Bally Sports Wisconsin that televises the bulk of Bucks and Brewers games. Previously available only through a subscription on cable or at minimum a DirecTV streaming package that costs close to 100 bucks a month. However, now, perhaps as soon as June, Valley Sports Wisconsin will be available with a direct-to-consumer streaming option. Sinclair Broadcasting announced it, which owns Valley's. The cost will be one eighty nine ninety nine per game. I'm kidding. Uh, that's a that's a yearly that's the annual rate one hundred eighty nine dollars or nineteen ninety nine a month. Stay tuned for details. Uh, they're projecting a soft launch next month, and reportedly, in the soft launch will be the Milwaukee market. So, you know, I've heard and been contacted by a lot of folks that say, "Hey, man, I can't get the Brewer games, and that sucks." and well, now you have that opportunity, and it's going to cost you, what, 20 bucks a month. I don't think it's horrible. And when you no. look at it this way, at least you will have the opportunity to get it, whether you want to take advantage of it or not, but the, but the option is there to get it. You're not just locked out totally. And then you can stop your complaining. I'm one, I'm one person who has cable, so... Yeah, I do, too. I'll just I, I'll, I'll leave it at that. But. Yeah, I do, too. Um just one other thing here. Um, Major League Baseball announced uh, yesterday its plans for regular season games in London in 2023, 24, and 26. Let's take the show over to London, Tim. Oh, man, I wish. <laughs> uh, Packers are headed that way, mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happened to 25 here? Is there something I'm missing on why 23, 24, and 26? That's a great question. I, I don't, I, I don't I, know I, the answer to this. <laughs> of course, the Yankees and Red Sox uh, back in 2019 played there. Uh, Cubs and Cards were scheduled for 2020, but obviously that didn't happen for obvious reasons. And reports are, um, you know, maybe it's leaking out that the Cards and Cubs are going to be the 2023 uh, teams that are headed to London next year. Would you like to see the Brewers play over there? Does it matter I, to you? you? Know, uh, yeah, pr- uh, I don't know. Probably not. Or but, maybe in that uh, Field of Dreams game some year. Yeah, if it's good for baseball, then you know I'm all for it. If if that's going to improve the game, then I guess I'd take it. But I'm I'm pretty selfish that way. Just let's be at home. Play at home. Yeah, or or be in Chicago, or be in Cincinnati, yeah. or be in yeah. New York, yeah. or whatever. I don't know. I'll I'll learn to deal with it. Not a major inconvenience. I, I don't even know the time difference between here and London. I think I'm it's not... six hours, six or seven Oh, that's hours, not too so bad. it's nothing horrible. Yeah, it's not horrible. Uh, it's a partnership uh, to create MLB's London Legacy Group, is what they're calling it. Uh, additionally, uh, MLB plans, I, I didn't know this, to, to have a uh, home run derby at the Crystal Palace Park on July 9th of this year. But that's where the article ended, and I couldn't find any more information. 
who's in this home run derby uh, in July? It's got to be former players. I would think. Right? Or the London but- area <laughs> ball players, I, I guess. But I don't know. It's, yeah. you know, whatever. Whatever's best for the game, I'm, I'm all for. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of uh, news and notes. Did you have anything, Tim? Uh, tomorrow's game on you YouTube. Go. So oh, no it is on, Yeah, sports. exclusively on YouTube tomorrow. And, and I will say this. I, again, whatever's good for the game, I'll be for. Overall, and generally speaking. But I just, can I set the microphone, the crowd mics, for YouTube and Facebook games? No, Facebook games are awful. I think oh, Facebook man. games are it's, worse than YouTube. It, it, it literally sounds like you're out in the parking lot calling the game. There's, you, you don't get the feel of the stadium mm-hmm. with regards to the audio on the YouTube and, and Facebook. And maybe they've improved things, but you know, in, in uh, years past, it just, it just seems like a quieter, almost a, I don't know, just a, way too laid back for me. But we'll see. We'll see what happens tomorrow. But again... They are exclusively on YouTube. It's a Brewers-Reds game YouTube broadcast tomorrow. And speaking of which, uh, tomorrow's first pitch, 11.35 in the morning. Uh, after the last pitch, you make the switch right here. Gene Wagner, Plumbing Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Uh, hopefully talking about a game victory and a series victory. But uh, on the mound, let's check the matchups. We have Adrian Hauser for the Brewers going 3-2 and two with a 3.42 ERA. Going up against Vladimir Gutierrez, 0-5 with an 8.86 ERA. And if me. you remember correctly, he was part of that 18-4 game back on yes. last Wednesday. So. It scares me when a guy comes in 0 for and then a, a ballooned up ERA because you just you just think looks well, like I saw that Jose Quintana got the the first win for the Pirates from their starting rotation <laughs> and then a starter <laughs> win a game until yesterday. So That's crazy. I mean, sooner or later the blind squirrel is going to find the acorn. It's May tenth. Right? Their first starter got the, a victory. The starter got their oh. first victory yesterday. Yeah. That's a crazy, crazy stat. And figures it'd be Jose Quintana. It was his first win since 2019. Against who? The Brewers. Of course. God, he kills us. Yes, he does. No question. All right, well, you guys have a great night. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll see you again tomorrow afternoon after Game 3. And remember, uh, despite that eighth inning... You did get the victory and smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.